This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Welcome to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we are so excited about today's show, and we're Mm -hmm. glad that you can join us here this Saturday morning. And by the way, every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM. That's right. And... Go ahead. And on Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts, so you can listen to us anytime you want to. So we're there. And we also have them on our website at theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. So you can check out any past shows that you want to. There are lots of great topics. So um, if you can't join us every Saturday morning, please do go check it out because we got lots of good stuff out there. Also, if you haven't downloaded our Retirement Income Toolkit... Do that too. So um, I know, I know. Thanks for, hey, I like it when you're kind of cheering me on. So lots of good articles in there. Um, Good information. I'm a good cheerleader. You are a good cheerleader. Kickstart your retirement planning. So check that out too on our website. So I I think, you know, we need to talk a little bit about your book. Yes. Is that okay? So yeah, absolutely. So if you missed last week's show, we had a big announcement. Mm -hmm. And the announcement is, is that my book, The Last Paycheck is the name of it has now been released and it's on Amazon mm-hmm. and available for purchase. Yep. And I'm happy to report that not only were after the first few days of it being released, that we were the number one released book in the financial services industry. And now we're the number one searched item when you type in the last paycheck on Amazon. Woo-hoo. We were like number eight or nine and now we're number one. That's so exciting. So yeah. Thank you for everyone who has bought the book. Yes. And uh, thank you for everyone listening to this show and getting involved. You know, don't be afraid to go to our website. Don't be afraid to give us a call. Get a customized retirement mm-hmm. income plan for yourself. Mm-hmm. Several people have done it and they're happy with what we've done for them. And so you can do that too and yep. get that peace of mind for your retirement income plan. So a couple other things on the book though, just quickly, um, if you're interested in purchasing it on Amazon, just to kind of let you know, it is $12.95. It's 65 pages. It's a real easy read. Um, and I think, you know, you'll enjoy it. It's it's not complicated. It's not too, you know, in depth. It's a very good, smooth read that kind of gets you going on um, how to create sustainable retirement income. So, so the name of it is The Last Paycheck. So you obviously understand that, right? You're retired. Yeah. You got your last paycheck. And the subtitle of it is how to build sustainable retirement income Mm -hmm. and keep those paychecks coming in. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the goal of everyone? I hope so. Isn't that (laughs) the goal? Hey, I don't want to reduce my lifestyle. Uh And that's why we've been kind of fed a story, fed a lie, fed a story from from the government, from anybody that says that, oh, hey, put all this money in here pre-taxed and then you'll be able to take it out in retirement. And all by the way, it's all taxable, but it's okay because you'll be in a lower tax bracket because you won't be making as much money baloney mm-hmm. baloney okay yeah. well, we don't want to reduce our lifestyle just because we're not working okay we want to spend more money why because we're going to be doing things whatever you we want to be doing yeah we weren't doing when we were working mm-hmm. so listen uh you know don't don't believe all those <laughs> things that people say <laughs> well and like you said Prepare that's why for your own retirement yes that's why it's important get your own customized plan so but you can start this so this book what is this book all about again it's about how to build uh sustainable retirement income and it's not uh when you read this book you're not going to be walk away and say oh my gosh i know everything right and i know how to build my own plan no can't do that in 65 pages you can't do that in 65 <laughs> pages and you know but it is a very good blueprint as mm-hmm. to things that you need to be thinking about and considering when developing a plan Okay. And so it's, it's $13 folks. You're going to spend $13 in the next couple of days buying coffee at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Go out and do yourself a favor for your future and for your family's future and buy this book. It's the last paycheck. It's $13. Come on, you can do it. Uh, get on there. And, uh, uh, so we have, uh, uh, we're really excited about what this book is bringing. Mm-hmm. The reason why I wrote this book is because quite frankly, there's a retirement crisis in this country. Yep. We have 10,000 people turning 65 every single day in this country, okay, and will for the next several years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not stopping And many soon. of them are not prepared 
mm-hmm. properly for retirement. And maybe there's things you could be doing to help yourself now to make sure you're not one of those people. Well, and, you know, they talk about that crisis and, you know, not to scare people more. But, you know, when you read about it, it even says that so many people will attempt to retire and end up having to go back to work. Like, you know, not because they want to. There's a difference, right? We talk about that. Working in retirement if you want to versus having to. So, um, you know, I just can't imagine that'd be awful if you, you know then have to go back to work and thinking you were going to just retire and enjoy life. So, yeah, yep. Absolutely. Don't be that way. So, all right. Today's okay. topic. So go get that book. Go the, get that book. The last paycheck. It's yeah. on Amazon. I mean, everybody knows Amazon. Right? I hope so. Amazon, <laughs> like they own the world. I know. So. And it takes, it's prime eligible. So two days you'll have it. So it's quick. Oh yeah, that's right. I've yeah, that. that's important. So, important. all right. Topic for today. Yes. We ready? All right. So our topic today is retiring in a low interest environment. So we all know mm-hmm. that we are in a low interest rate environment. I feel like you kind of went Barry White there. <laughs> you went a little. Hey, baby. We're you low went a, interest I know, low. I feel like you kind of went down with, you know. Well, I mean, we are theme. talking about low. It's the theme. You were feeling the interest theme. Interest rate environment. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. We digress. Yep. Had a moment. Okay. So the point is, is that interest rates over the last 10 years have declined and stayed low mm-hmm. okay they're starting to creep back up now so they are getting better but it can be very difficult to retire when you're looking at safe and fixed income instruments mm. that used to pay five six seven and i know some people listening to this show remember back in the the 80s when they were getting 15 percent on a cd mm. Wow. And you were getting a toaster <laughs> for opening an account at the bank. <laughs> you got a toaster too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it can be challenging. And, and especially if you subscribe to the theory of making sure that your expenses in retirement mm-hmm. are met through safe and or and or guaranteed instruments. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when it's a, a low interest rate environment, that could be tough. It's hard to do sometimes. But through some innovative strategies and planning, you can still get there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Great. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, obviously sounds like a great discussion and you know, we like these topics, so we get to pick them. So <laughs> of course we Correct. think they're great discussions. Absolutely. Um, you know, you just mentioned this, but since the interest rates of the past decade have been a struggle for those looking to retire, you know, start us off. Can you give us a little insight as to why the interest rates are so low? I know you talked a little bit about this, but talk a little bit more. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because mm-hmm. it is. It's a great place to start the discussion mm-hmm. as to, you know, how do you do this? And, and, and it is, you know, do I need to wait until rates go up? And the cost of waiting, all these things are factored in and we're going to discuss all these things today. But we will start here. And I will tell you that if, if you were to ask someone on the streets why interest rates are mm-hmm. so low, they would likely answer this. That the Federal Reserve is keeping them low, right? And, uh, and, and you know, we all know the Federal Reserve controls, you know, prime mm-hmm. rate and, and then everything follows uh, from there, okay? And it is true on a small scale um, that they do set that, you know, the, the benchmarks uh, on a short-term interest rate mm-hmm. um, uh, policy, okay? Um, but the Fed's policies determine inflation and inflation expectations over a longer term, does mm-hmm. that make sense? It inflation make sense. trends yeah. affect interest rates. So whatever inflation is doing is how they make their adjustments. Got it. Okay. The Federal Reserve, I mean, they have a limited power and limited ability to affect real interest rates and real rates of return. Mm-hmm. Do we know what real rates of returns are? Right. Let me just give it, let me digress here a little bit. Okay. A real rate of return considers inflation. Mm-hmm. So if your rate on a whatever CD or whatever it is, you know, if it's a fixed rate uh, investment like a bond or what have you, is 3% and inflation is 2%, your real rate of return is 1, mm. correct? Yep. Because you're Makes buying, sense. your purchasing power has now been reduced because things cost more. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very basic concept. Right. Makes sense. However, real interest rates are determined by a range mm-hmm. of economic factors, okay? Here, here's the bottom line, and the, here's the ultimate, you know, this, this, is, this is the gist of it, okay? The state of the economy, not the Federal Reserve, is what determines 
the sustainable level of real returns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which absolutely explains why throughout the industrial world, and now mm-hmm. we're not talking about emerging market, we're talking about the industrial world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interest rates have stayed low. Yeah. For an extended period of time. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So this is all very interesting, obviously. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how much has really changed over the past decade. <laughs> well, You're, you have you can do all of the last ten years in the next five minutes. Yeah, there we go. Wrap it <laughs> you all got it up. right. Wrap it all up. You got it. <laughs> okay, so we know back in two thousand. We don't remember two thousand. I know. I was going to say, are you going to say the bad year? That's yeah. the bad year. <laughs> two thousand. Nobody wants to hear about that when it comes to retirement. And, and it wasn't. Yeah. It, listen, it wasn't a, just the stock market that mm-hmm. went down. Right in two thousand and eight, the Federal Reserve actually put interest rates at zero. Okay, or near zero. Okay. And that was because we needed to recover mm-hmm. from this disaster. Everybody remembers it. Remember TARP? You know, yes. this was this was you know money that the government is basically handing out to people. Yep. Quote unquote in a loan. Right. Right. They were charging interest, um, and companies were taking it even if they didn't really need it because they just didn't know where this was going. Right. What was going to happen next? Exactly. Yeah. It was I scary. Mean, it was an just scary absolute, time. It was. Mm-hmm. And by the way. We opened this business in 2007. <laughs> I oh I remember vividly. I you, remember it. You talk about scary. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. I remember. Hey, yeah. we're open for business, and oh by the way, yeah. the market just went down 38 percent. Right. Oh, I remember. <laughs> and we had a little baby. And we had a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, that's why I mean it's it it sends shivers shivers down my spine still. Yeah. Now, so, you know, obviously the economy has recovered since mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And, and and so rates and and then and, and it needs to have a the Fed the Feds need to see a sustainable recovery, not just a two to three year or mm-hmm. five year deal. Like we're on our tenth year here, right? Or actually eleven years since two thousand and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're in nineteen. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's things like unemployment too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because yeah, I mean unemployment is now under four percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they've added millions, tens yep. of millions of jobs since then. So, it, it, you know, they're seeing this recovery. Right. That's why you're seeing rates start to creep back mm-hmm. up. Because things know, people are point, feeling more comfortable. Last year, twice they, they increased. And so now they've increased them over the last few years, a couple times a year. And so everybody's going like, okay, let's calm down on mm-hmm. the interest rates. Mm-hmm. Okay. We still, as a country, have a ton of debt, okay? Hopefully and, this is not a newsflash to anyone. <laughs> well, no, and it's not just yeah. the federal government. Right, right. You know, just, trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in as debt. As a country, as you're talking about just as a it's, country. Yeah. As a country, mm-hmm. we still have a lot of debt, okay? And a lot of debt uh, that if interest rates continue to rise, we have adjustable rates. I mean, this can really make a big negative impact on people. Right. Okay, yeah. so they're very aware of this as well, saying, hey, we need to normalize rates, but yet also we are sensitive to the fact that, 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 you know, this could be a harmful thing to the economy. So they've backed off. Right. And you'll see in the last few weeks, especially with the stock market, has been has reacted positively to that. So the, the, the increased talks with, with China over the tariffs, Interest rates, the Federal Reserve going, okay, we're going to, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Jerome Powell's going, hey, we're going to calm down now. Right. We're dan- we're, we're going to be a little bit more dovish mm-hmm. is the word. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hawkish is the word for being uh, aggressive and increasing interest rates. And dovish is the term that they use for, you know, when, when rates are uh, stable or going lower. So they're just kind of saying, okay, we get it. We're not going to raise them anymore. Okay. The rest of this year. Now they still could, obviously. Right. But, right. Right. Anyway, that's, there's a lot of that's time. The, that's the indication that <laughs> yes. they're giving us yeah. right now. Yeah, that's okay? good. So I just totally. No, no, I thought that was all good information. Kind of came off. So how are we doing on time? We good? We oh, to, you know what? Shoot. We, we need, need to take a break, don't we? <laughs> we need to take a break. <laughs> I knew it was she coming. She's so excited about this interest rate talk. I know. So, okay, guys. So we're going to talk a lot more about retiring in a low interest rate environment and what's going on and what how it affects you. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook. Brock and Danielle. When it comes to your retirement, Do you have an investment manager or do you have a retirement planner? 
Most people have an investment manager, which is okay for managing your assets, but you need help planning your retirement. You need a professional on your side that understands how Social Security benefits work, how your expenses, how your income, how they all relate together. Give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions. Give us a call at 332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Yep. We are the retirement people. And the reason I'm talking lower is because we're talking about retiring in a <laughs> low interest rate environment. Low interest rate environment. I just feel like yeah, all, I, all I hear is Barry White. <sighs> well, uh, nobody can sound like Oh, Barry that's White. true. That's true. So He's a legend. There it is. Um, <laughs> so we, we've been talking about retiring in a low interest rate environment. Mm-hmm. This is very applicable because even though rates have started to go up, um, you know, we're, we're still in a very low, historically mm-hmm. low interest rate environment. We're still in a very cl- historically low taxed in, uh, environment compared to years past in our history and of our country. Mm-hmm. And so all of these things impact you and will continue to impact you uh, for the rest of your life. So um, the, the message, though, uh, that I want to give now is, is that if you have more questions about not only what we're talking about on this show, but if you want to uh, us to review your situation, mm-hmm. uh, don't hesitate to give us a call. 332-7855. I forgot to get the phone number out in the first segment. We did. Yeah. So Hopefully three, everybody's still listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 332-7855 is the phone number. Give us a call or you can look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. have several videos out there about some of the things that mm-hmm. uh, may uh, help you in your retirement and uh, other shows that we've done as well. Mm -hmm. So anyway, there you go. There it is. Yeah. So, you know, since we're talking, you know, we kind of gave a little history in the first segment, you know, of kind of what's been happening over the last decade with the low interest environment and why, yeah, why we're there. So tell us a little bit more about who benefits the most from these interest rates and conversely, who is hurt the most by them. So, I mean, obviously... This is a, kind of an obvious answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people that are borrowing money benefit from Teed it up for you. You did. You did. <laughs> Teed it up for you. So, well, yeah. this is pretty obvious. Here we go. Here we go. But anyway, it's okay. So uh, people that are borrowing money, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, uh, you know, we kind of hinted on that at, at the end of the last segment, which is the people that are uh, have adjustable rate mortgages, people that have adjustable rate commercial, because mm-hmm. it's very, uh, well, it's, it's, I really don't even know if, if commercial lenders even do fixed rate. You know, um, I know that the probably 90% of the commercial loans out there are on a three year or five year mm. adjustable rate, you know, loan. And so as those come due, those businesses, I mean, the more they pay out in interest expense, the less they have to, you know, give their employees raises and to, you know, do capital expenditures and those kinds of things. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's affects people that are borrowing money and it's, it's a good thing that interest rates are low. And, um, you know, we, you know, look at our mortgage and you know, we have locked in at 3%. I know. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. 3%. Yeah. That's our interest rate. So yeah, it's we, like, we did buy a house at the right time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. We benefited so, from and that. We're loving sure. that, right? Yeah, I mean, we are. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's no rush to go pay that thing off. Right. Early. Right. So, it's great. It's great. Um, we'll anyway. Take it. Yep. And so, but People that are getting ready to retire, mm-hmm. the people that are listening to the show, you've may not been too happy with where interest rates have been. Right. And, you know, I remember when I used to work at a bank and they all, you know, here's people say, well, let's just do a year and I'll, you know, see where interest rates are in a year. Mm-hmm. And they've done that for the last 10 years. And guess what? That has not been a good, that has not paid off mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Um, now, interest rates are, again, getting better. But when you're talking about 2%, and getting right. excited about two percent, yeah, something's wrong, right? Because again, with interest rate or with inflation, mm-hmm. you're earning nothing, and maybe even going backwards, a right? Little bit, right? Okay? Yeah, because you're not even keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> exactly. So if you want to keep, you know, your retirement savings yeah. in a federally insured bank account, um, that means less income for retirees with uh, annuities, mm-hmm. uh, because annuities are affected by interest rates as well, mm-hmm. and including the living benefits of some of these annuities uh, that are out there. Reverse mortgages, if you've got a reverse mortgage, you know, um, bonds and bond mutual funds. I mean, everything is affected by interest mm-hmm. rates, including, as mentioned in the previous segment, the stock market. Right. When the Federal Reserve comes out and says, uh, we think we're, you know, we're good for a while, we're not going to have any more increases, and the market goes up 500 points. Right. 
I think they are tied together. They are tied together. Okay. <laughs> they affect each other for sure. You know, but I get yeah. it. I mean, low interest rates can be frustrating. And you, when you're, especially if you're hoping to get more out of your investments, mm-hmm. and especially if you subscribe to our strategy of making sure that when you're in your distribution years, okay, now you're in your accumulation, totally different. If you're just accumulating money, no big deal. But when you're in your distribution years and you're taking money out of your portfolio, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're taking money out of that portfolio that is more conservative, right? fixed rate instruments. And in a low interest rate environment like this, that means what? You got to put more money, allocate more money towards that section of your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that's the money that you're going to pull income from, you've got to put more money if their interest rates are low. And you have to put less money if the interest rates are higher. Right. I know. I mean, it's simple yeah. math. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, but I will tell you that there are alternatives to just saying, hey, I want to pull from green money. Yes. But my green money is, you know, a money market or, you know, a CD or just cash or uh, it doesn't have to be that way either. Right. There's other There's fixed options. instruments <laughs> yeah. that you can pull from in the green category. If you want to know more about that, mm-hmm. give us a call. 332-7855. Yeah. Okay? I feel like um, since you mentioned green category and that kind of stuff, it, for those who may not have been listening, they may not know what you're talking about. Right. So I think we should talk about my color money real quick. So um, we use um, an 11 uh, question survey. Real simple. It's called My Color of Money. It's a risk analysis that you can fill out. You can go to our website, which is mycolorofmoney.org, and fill it out. Again, 11 questions. And it gives you an idea of kind of what kind of investor you are. And so, you know, Brock's talking about green money and yellow money and red money. And so it kind of gives you an idea of where your comfort level is. And so when he talks about different strategies and where to pull money from, that's what he's referencing. So check it out. Go to mycolorofmoney.org and fill it out. So. All right. There you go. There it is. Who knows? We may give away a book or something for somebody who fills one out. Okay. What do you think? Maybe. You know what? Let's just <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Okay. So there we are. That's what happened. I just I, I did. Just, everybody hear that? Yeah. Okay. So again, we wrote a book. It's called The Last Paycheck: How mm-hmm. to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. So obviously, it's at the retirement cliff. Okay, and it's dealing with the cliff. <laughs> you're looking down, and you're going, "How do I get to mm-hmm. the other side?" Which right. is retirement. Okay. And this book addresses a lot of the concerns and things and, and has some solutions as to how to do that. Mm-hmm. And it, is it a customized plan for everybody? No, no, it's absolutely not. Is can't it do a, that in a book. It, does it give you a guide? <laughs> yes. Okay. It gives you things to think about and things to consider when you're looking at your own retirement. So it's a great resource. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you could buy it on Amazon. But if you fill out, what was it? The first couple people? Yeah. Let's do the first few. We'll do three. Okay, three. <laughs> the first three people that fill out mycolorofmoney.org and submit that to us, okay, uh, we will send you a book. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by submitting that to us, that means you got to put in your address so we know where to send it. Right. Okay? <laughs> Otherwise, we don't know how to get it to you. <laughs> exactly. So you'll put yeah. in your email address and then we'll contact you for your uh, address and then we'll send you a book. Yeah. There okay. we go. Let's do it. There we go. Yeah, because it's a great, it's a great question, a survey. It's just, it's a really good start. So anyway, there it is. Yeah. So you help yourself. Help yourself. <laughs> yeah. Under, understand who you are from an investment standpoint. And, and get, you, get and a complimentary get a, book. There you go. There okay. it is. Okay. All right. You're so, so giving. I know. I know. I'm feeling it. Saturday morning, you know. I know. And hopefully we're starting to get some good weather going. So. No. Okay. So ready for your next question? Yes, we are. Yes, we got time. We got time? Okay. So, are, you know, let's talk about these low interest rate struggles. Are they going to go away anytime soon or can we expect them to stay low for a while longer? Now you got to predict hold the future. On, hold on, hold on. Do you hear that? Yeah. Is this your crystal ball you're getting it's my out? crystal ball. <laughs> I and knew where working. you were going. It's working and it says. And it says, I have no idea. Yeah. I Nobody know. knows. I know. I know. Now, okay. Um, the, the real question is, do I believe in two years from now? that interest rates will be higher Mm -hmm. than they are now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. As to the rate of how much they increase, I have no idea. Right. I just believe they'll be higher. Mm -hmm. Do I think they'll be substantially higher? No, I do not. Still think we're going to have good, or they're going to be low rates. It's going to be very slow Mm -hmm. increases over the next few years. And that's good. That's good for our economy. That's good for the stock market. That's good for interest rates. In my opinion, that's good for everybody. Right. Okay. We got people again that have loans. We don't need to, you know, way up here with interest rates. Why? Because 
People have adjustable rate mm-hmm. mortgages. People have, and it's a big part of our economy. Debt is. Let's face it. And you can start another crisis. Yeah, you can start another crisis. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you know the, the the Federal Reserve. You know they're going to make their adjustments, and we don't know at what rate they're going to do that. But I mm-hmm. do believe that we are seeing already some normalization of rates, mm-hmm. and I think that will continue to happen, but at a very slow pace. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Sounds good. I like I like that answer. That was a good one. Okay. Okay. You. <laughs> yes. What? You didn't think so? So so what does this mean for those nearing retirement? I well, mean, bottom line, you know, what do you Again, I think it goes back to the people that are saying, Oh, I'm just gonna wait for higher yeah. interest rates. Yeah. Stop waiting. Evaluate your situation mm-hmm. and implement a plan that is long term. It has nothing to do with exactly what's going on right now with short term interest rates. Yeah. Does that if, that's all, if that's all you're concerned about. I've been about. telling people that for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. You can't okay. focus completely on this. Exactly. Yeah. Did you catch that, by the way? Yeah. 12 years? 12 years, yes. We're not quite there, but no, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be celebrating 12 years I in know. business. That's been crazy. in the business total 18 years. Yeah. We've owned this firm for 12, almost 12. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. 12 years, yeah. What a ride it's been. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, again, you know, stop hoping, mm-hmm. you know, and stop depending on that and relying on rates going up and, um, you know, invest for the long term, even right. if you're older, because it's not only about, hey, we hit retirement. Mm-hmm. It's about the next 30 years well, in retirement. And beyond that, it's what do you pass on to your beneficiaries? Yep. What's your legacy? Exactly. So, yeah. And we talk about this all the time. Again, it, you know, you should have a customized, you know, uh, your plan for you and then also be working that plan and adapting that plan. So I think that's really what you're saying, you know, that we're you're making sure you're really, you know, owning that and making changes and you shouldn't just be relying on this. Whether it be understanding how you can save mm-hmm. despite low interest rates or learning about mistakes to avoid, mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming and even nerve wracking to wait for higher interest rates. Don't do it. Just visit so. our website. Give <laughs> us a call. We can help you work through all of this in any interest rate environment. Mm-hmm. It's Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. And our phone number is 332-7855. That is it. That's all the time we have for this segment. Cut, no, cutting us off continue, again. Huh? No, we're going to continue to talk about <laughs> yeah. a lot of this and much, much more all right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you'd like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com to learn more. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook, brought to you by... Innovative Financial Solutions. Mm -hmm. We are the retirement people. We are. This is all we do. We help you retire every single day. It's great. 10,000 people turning 65 in this country every single day and will for the next several years. Yeah. They're going to need help. Right. Give us a call. Yep. That's exactly right. The title of the show today, folks, is Retiring in a Low Interest Rate Environment. Mm -hmm. And some of the things you need to be thinking about and some of the realities that you're facing that uh, may not be too pleasant for you retiring uh, although uh, as an overall uh, for our economy, it's probably uh, the right thing. Uh, interest rates have been going up because our economy is getting better. And the inflation, those are the things that determine what the rates are. It's mm-hmm. not just the Fed government. Right. They change the rates physically, yes. Okay. But they change it based on those economic factors. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about a lot of that. Um, we talked about how it affected various groups of people, particularly those hoping to retire in the near future. So there we go. There's there kind it of a is. recap. That there. was our recap. So, um, so let's pick off kind of where we left off. You know, you mentioned that those nearing retirement, we need to rely heavily on simply saving more. You know, could you explain to me in a little more detail how exactly, you know, these low interest rates affect their retirement planning? Well, I think it's it's, it's pretty obvious here. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the major and more probably obvious ways uh, that low interest rates affect people that are getting ready to retire or just are already are there in mm-hmm. retirement in their distribution years Um it means that the the rates on their certificates of deposits, their money market accounts, mm-hmm. and savings have also stayed low, resulting in a devastating blow for retirees who rely on safe fixed returns. Yeah, because it's just not there. And so, you, what yeah. are you doing? You're going bank to bank, shopping all of this. You're you're physically driving to these different banks, spending gas money on something that you're losing money on. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, that's been the frustration the last few right. years. Now it's Absolutely. starting to creep up and get a little bit better. You know, you see some specials around here for, you know, 3% for 24 mm-hmm. months or 18 months. And so there are some, some quote unquote specials out there that the rates are starting to get better. But when we're getting really excited about two and a half and 3%. Right. Right. That's a bad place to be for a lot of people. Especially if that's your only strategy. Well, especially if inflation starts kicking at yeah. a little bit higher rate. Yeah, so. yeah, true. So what other retirement av- avenues are getting undercut, you know, by this low interest rates? What are you seeing? Um, I, you know, I think a lot of people, um, uh, when it comes to guaranteed income and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. uh, look at annuities mm-hmm. in hopes of getting a steady stream of income. Uh, but the interest rates in the last decade have hurt that strategy somewhat as well because the payouts aren't as high because mm-hmm. the insurance companies can't afford to do that on a guaranteed basis, you know, especially with other factors like people are living longer right. and mortality rates and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, it's it's part of your risk tolerance. You know, if you're more conservative, these things still work very, very well right. You right. Know, to do that and, and can be categorized sometimes in the green section. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the monthly income, a, a person receives from their fixed annuity depends on interest rate. Mm-hmm. Annuity payouts that are an all-time low without income riders. Mm-hmm. Annuities aren't always the best option for retirees. Right. Okay. But if you're more conservative and interest rates uh, are getting higher, and with that, payouts have, and we've seen it. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Sometimes when we look at annuities, you know, people, uh, what we've realized is in a lot of these insurance companies are now raising their payout rates and raising the interest rates and raising, for example, participation rates mm-hmm. on fixed index annuities. So, uh, th- you know, it's getting positive. I guess my point is it's it's positively affecting those products as well, right. not just the fixed interest rates. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, another area that has been affected by low interest rates are pension funds. Yeah. How many times have we seen in the last year, actually really the last two years, but more so in the last year, People being offered a buyout. Oh my gosh! Well, a lump I keep, sum. In I other keep words. getting offered one for mine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, so, so I keep. I, I, you know, my my previous uh, work had a had a pension, and gosh, I I can't remember how many letters I got. Maybe three, four. So, um, before the for before they decided to quit <laughs> asking <Right>. me. <laughs> exactly. So I know. Yeah, you're right. But you're right. you know, and and even you know, South, you know, the university, mm-hmm. they were offering a a, a buyout mm-hmm. as well of people uh, that were they felt near retirement and saying, hey, right, if you're thinking about it, you might want to go ahead and do it. Here's a little incentive to do it. To do it. Yep. You know, correct. Um, so pension funds um, uh, have to make sure that future assets grow at a pace that adequately covers the future mm-hmm. liabilities, which is the payments that they're making to correct. the that they promised employees. those yeah. people that aren't working there anymore. Exactly. Yeah, that's a hard conundrum that, you know, um, employers are in, right? Because you're having to now cover for those that are no longer working and you still have to take care of those that are yeah. working. And, uh, well, you know, I mean, low interest rates uh, have made that very difficult yeah. uh, to attain. Yeah. And that's why you're seeing a lot of these, these buyouts mm-hmm. uh, happening. And you need, let's talk about this because a lot of people ask me, is it better to take the lump sum or is it better to oh, take yeah. the monthly Let's income? Oh yeah, let's go have this discussion. Yeah, let's talk it, about that. It is. And it's, there's no way that I could say or recommend that a lump sum is better than the monthly income that mm-hmm. you would have guaranteed from that pension fund. Is it sometimes the best way? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is it sometimes not? Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so right. it really depends on your specific situation, you know? And what um, everything else, whatever all the other an, factors. I'm going to give you a real live example. Okay. Okay. Uh, client A um, has enough guaranteed income to cover their monthly expenses. Okay. Without the pension. So monthly we're talking income. about Social Security and, and yeah, Social Security. Yeah. Okay. The wife had a pension from her work. So everything's covered. Their mm-hmm. monthly expenses are all covered by guaranteed income sources, pension, Social Security, and then a couple of uh, uh, income sources from annuities. Okay. 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 So it's all covered. Okay. Okay. So now. In that particular case, why would you take the additional income, okay, versus offering the the, the buyout, mm-hmm. okay, where you can have full access for this money and, by the way, create a legacy? Mm-hmm. Because even with survivorship options that pensions offer you, it, it upon the death of both you and your spouse, then even if you picked a 100% uh, survivorship option, it's gone. It's gone. There's yeah. nothing for your kids or anything yeah. like that. Now, if you're not concerned about that, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Some and people aren't. <laughs> and if you're saying, hey, I just want more income. Right. You can do that. But in this particular example, it didn't make sense. So I recommended that he take the actual buyout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So it all depends on the situation. There's been a lot of times where I said, hey, <laughs> you need more guaranteed income. Right, right. And so that there's no way that what we can strategize and put together for you can match mm-hmm. that. So you need to take that monthly income. Right. So it's all specific in your situation. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully people get that yeah. by listening to the show example. as well, that yep. almost everything is that way. Right. It has to be customized to you. Because again, gosh, there's just so many things that come up when you have that discussion that you can't just put everybody in the same you know, plan because, right. you know, everybody has different th- and needs. Recommend and recommend the same thing for everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Agreed. So hopefully, yep. like you said, everybody's getting that. So, <clears throat> yep. Um, are we ready? Could we have time? Yes. I know. I feel like I keep running out of time. So <laughs> no, you're good. Go ahead. Good, good, good. So are there any other areas of retirement planning that may be affected by the low interest rates? Yes. Okay. Was that it? <laughs> are you going to say, what are they? Yeah. What are they? I just answered what your are, question. Yeah. You asked me a question. Oh, I answer it. Coffee's kicking in. Here it is. All right. <laughs> what are they? All right. So, um, another example would be something that we talk about a lot with yeah. our clients, which is long-term healthcare. I was going to say, I know where you're going. Yeah. Boy, yep. that's been a, um, <laughs> you talk about, in fact, I'm going to venture out and say it is probably the most affected industry mm-hmm. in the financial services industry. Okay. It's the most affected by these low interest rates over the last 10 years. Mm. I'm serious. Yeah. And the reason I say that and can justify that is because of the amount of companies that have exited the business. Oh, like literally yeah. don't even offer long-term care insurance anymore. There are very few companies it. that do. They can't afford it. And especially with the baby boomers coming about that will be needing this kind of, mm-hmm. um, these benefits, people living longer, people living longer. And then what does that do? That drives up the cost of these premiums mm-hmm. so much that nobody can afford it. So they don't even do it. And they've exited, exited the business. I mean, yeah. it is amazing to me how many companies have just said, we're not doing it anymore. We'll honor the policies that right. we have, but we're not going to. That's so scary. It is scary. I mean, cause this is a need, it right? Cause I mean, the, is what is, need. what's the percentage that you always say that if you're, 70% of people who are age 65 and older are going to need some kind of long-term care at some point. So now what do you do? Yeah. If you don't have long-term care insurance, you're taking mm-hmm. out of your portfolio and then have a risk of running out of money. Mm-hmm. That's not a good situation either. No, it's scary. Now I will say this, a little plug for the hybrid policies out there. And what I mean by hybrid is there have become new products on the market for long-term care to cover these expenses. Okay. And where you put your money in, Okay, and maybe you just put a lump sum in. Mm-hmm. You still have access to a portion of those dollars. Okay, you have a death benefit because technically these are life insurance policies, and then you also have uh, that money leveraged up maybe five or six times the dollar amount that you put in for the use of long-term care expenses. Got it. Okay. Got it. So, for example, you put a hundred thousand dollars in at age sixty-five. You might have a hundred and seventy thousand or hundred sixty thousand, depending on male, female. $160,000 of death benefit that would mm-hmm. be pa- passed on tax free if you died. Um, and then you also have, let's say five or, you know, let's call it $500,000 set aside in this bucket that if you need it for long-term care, it's there. Oh, so it doesn't affect the death benefit. No. Wow. Well, I mean. It could. Well, no, if you mean, if you use that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm yeah. just saying these are the numbers, right. Right. hypothetical numbers that, that these products that has become a lot more attractive than to say, oh, we're just going to pay $5,000 a year yeah. or $6,000 a year Correct. for this long-term care insurance that we may not ever use. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we lose those premiums. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that that is something that, uh, not to make a recommendation. No, no, I think that's that. good. I'm but it's something saying, to look at, it something, something for something to look consider. into. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, They're I'm, called asset-based long-term care solutions. That's what it is. Because you're using your assets to potentially leverage up in case you were to need mm-hmm. that long-term care. And by the way, again, you still have access to your own money too that you put in those premium dollars. Yeah. A portion of it. Anyway. That's great. That's great. Okay. We now have to take a okay. break. <laughs> Got it. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and finish this show on retiring in a low interest rate environment. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. 
Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. Okay, welcome back to the last segment of the Retirement Playbook this week with Jeez, Rock and Daniel. Flew by. I know. Oh yeah, here we are. It's uh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Uh, we are the retirement mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. And we're here with you every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are always here to answer your questions. And uh, so if you want to get involved with the show, shoot us an email at theretirementplaybook at gmail.com or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com or just do it the old-fashioned way and give us a phone call over mm-hmm. here at 573-332-7855. And before we kind of get back into our conversation, I do want to give one more plug just because we talked about it in a couple segments when, sure. in our, since we're in our last one, um, that we are going to give away, you know, three complimentary copies of your book. So for those who complete our Color of Money Risk Analysis, so if you weren't listening to the previous segments of the show, first go back and listen to those because they were good. <laughs> go back first, listen to those. And then um, if you're Look interested, yeah, getting a complimentary copy, our first three people that fill that um, Color of Money Risk Analysis out, which is at mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org, uh, we'll send you a complimentary copy of our book. The okay, last paycheck. First three people, get on it, folks. There it is. First okay. three people. All right, so we were kind of talking about long-term care and the effect of that in a low interest environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, cause retiring in a low interest environment is all encompassing, right? We want to talk about all aspects. We've talked about the financial world. We talked about the interest rates and how it affects many, many sectors, including, uh, long-term care, uh, coverage and, and, and policies because and, and for, I mentioned at the last segment that a lot of the companies, if, if there's one industry mm-hmm. that has been very, very affected by the low interest rate environment we've been in in the last 10 years or so, it's definitely 100% um, the long-term care mm-hmm. in, in industry. Well, yeah, you talked about how many people just getting I out mean, of the just, business. Yeah, just max, stopped. mass, yeah. mass exodus. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, really, I'm being serious about that. And, uh, you know, n- there's not other companies in this industry that are getting out of business because of the low interest rate environment, but that is definitely one. Yeah, yeah. And obviously having good, we talked about alternatives mm-hmm. to that as well, but instead of paying that five or $6,000 a year for traditional long-term care coverage, with some alternatives, some of the hybrid things that are out there uh, and available to folks that you may not be aware of. Um, but having good long-term care coverage could obviously save you hundreds of thousands of dollars if you needed long-term care. Yeah. Okay. 70% of people over the age 65 are going to need some kind of long-term care. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the majority. You don't want to so take that risk. That's probably you. <laughs> right. Because so, yeah. of the low interest rate environment, however, the premiums for these things have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. So if you have traditional long-term care insurance, you can attest to that. Right. You know this. Now, when they do increase rates, they have to do it for an entire what they call class. So people that are in your similar um, uh, age Mm -hmm. and health status and those kinds of things, they have to raise it for an entire class. And so they've been doing that at a pretty good clip here in the last, you know, several years. So, yeah, like you said, our listeners that have it are probably feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want yeah. us to review that, by the way, we'll be more than glad to do that for you to give you advice. You know, hey, you need. Yeah. To, and most of the time, I'll be honest with you, it's they just, yeah, suck it up, pay the higher it's premiums. Worth keeping. It's worth yeah. keeping, mm-hmm. you know. But it's good to look at because it may not Absolutely. be maybe other options. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you might not be able to get it anyway, health-wise. Mm-hmm. Maybe if something's happened to you in the last five years and, you know, you just can't get it anymore. That's true. So Good you're, point. You're stuck with it. Good point. Um, but uh, just want to let you know this. Um, since interest rates have dropped, insurers aren't seeing the return on investments. That's why they've so many companies have gotten out of it. Mm-hmm. But here's a little tidbit I wanted to throw out there. Every time there is a 1% in, or excuse me, decline in rates... Okay, so interest rates have gone down, and every time it's a 1% drop, insurers have to raise premiums by 10 to 15%. According to Jesse Sloan, Executive Director of the American Association for Long-Term Care Insurance. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that now, is. Now, here's my question. Okay. Is that as interest rates increase mm-hmm. by 1%, are they going to decrease your premiums? Hmm. 
Probably not. Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. So, but yeah. a good question. So, but I, I mean, that's crazy, right? That's a dramatic increase in premiums and probably an offer often overlooked result of low interest rates. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the effect of low interest rates? Um, yeah. So, you know, we've kind of been talking about mm-hmm. that, you know, what, what other industries or what other, you know, sectors or, you know, what people are doing, how are things um, affected? How yeah. are they affected? Another result of low interest rates is that, you know, many retirees have become risk averse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason why they've become risk averse is because they had a lot of money in the market in 2008 yeah. and they lost 38% of their money. It's scared. Everybody's still scared from that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and by the way, in 2018, we had a 10% correction to start the year off at the beginning of February or in some, you know, in February we did. Mm-hmm. And then it went down again in, in the end of the year. The end of the year. Yeah. These things are scary both times. Okay. Right. It's, it's somewhat rebounded. You know, I know overall last year that the, uh, for example, the S&P 500 lost a few percentage points. But my point is, is that people, because of that, mm-hmm. and because we have had, yeah, last year was a little bit different, but over the last 10 years, you know, we've had a big increase right. in the stock market and people are a little bit going like, okay, when's the next 20 to 30% yeah. drop? Yeah. Everybody's still waiting like for the next drop. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so if they're feeling that way, what are they going to do? They're going to put their money in, you know, safe instruments mm-hmm. like CDs and cash and money markets and those kinds of things and quote unquote, sit on the sidelines. All right. Um, and, and one of the most important things to consider in a low interest rate environment is that cheap money has never or has the potential to cause more indebtedness. And what I mean by that is, is that, okay, if you're losing, if you're earning one or let's say money markets, mm-hmm. half a percent, if you're earning 1% or even 2%, you're still potentially losing money because you're the buying power of those dollars. Right. Because right. of what we talked about in the first segment of the show, which is real rate of return, which is your rate of return minus inflation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so preferably you would go into your golden years without any debt. Right. Including no mortgage. Okay. So you don't have to put so much money in the green pile right, yeah. to, to, to draw off of. To cover that. To cover that mm-hmm. payment. Right. Uh, low and straight environment, however, has made it hard for many people to resist the urge to spend on credit. Yeah. Yeah. Which is never see, a good thing. No. And we see that a lot because right. they're just like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, no, it's still a big deal. <laughs> like well, you said. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, everything's great. Unemployment's under 4%. Right. The job market is recovering. You can easily come in and buy this car. Show me one statement. Mm-hmm. You're paced up. And here you go. Here's mm-hmm. a car loan. Right. Um, but the economy overall is improving. And um, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you start feeling good about things mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, we're going to go back to what we were doing before the crisis. That's one thing that's good about a crisis, is it not? Yeah. You learn from what you're doing and, and, and the mistakes you've made and the way you were living your lifestyle. I was going to say, it changes your outlook on a lot of things. But I think, you know, if you're close to retirement, gosh, you still should be saying, regardless of what the interest rates are, I still don't want to have that debt, I would hope. Exactly. So it's like, (laughs) everybody's like, oh, well, I better go buy a car now while rates are still low and spend $40,000 on something you shouldn't be spending $40,000 on. Right. I guess I'm hoping hoping that people will And it's all because of low interest rates. Right. Let's hope you're rethinking that. So, Yeah. yeah. Okay. So truly, bottom line. You know, when it comes to low interest rates and retirement, what is it? Are you ready? I'm ready. The drum roll. I got to make sure you wrap this up and we're on time. I know. My <laughs> goodness. I was like, geez. <laughs> the bottom line is that low interest rates and the low interest rates we've experienced or currently living in uh, have been a necessity when it comes to making sure that our economy does not fall back into another mm-hmm. recession. Yep. And improving and the housing yeah. market and even in terms of getting companies to hire people again. Yep. And we're seeing all that, right? We have seen we're all seeing that. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was a necessity, but it's also, you know, as we see this recovery, we don't want to go the opposite way and start increasing rates at a very rapid rate. Right. Because we don't want to go back to those days. Yep. Right. Exactly. So the problem, however is that low interest rates aren't the ideal circumstance for retirees for all the things we've talked about in this show. Right, right. 
and that people who are looking to retire, I'm sure, are feeling. So, And due to the fact that many retirees are adverse to risk, mm-hmm. you know, you get conservative as you, as you get older and into retirement. Right. A low interest rate environment for them means that their savings and safe investments aren't making them as much money yeah. as they should. Right. Okay. Or could. Right. Um, or they want. <laughs> or they want them to. Yeah. I'm still giving you the bottom line. You yeah, gave me I'm an ultimatum. I'm line. still giving you bottom line. Give me bottom here. line. That's right. Um, their income stream from any annuities that they may uh, might have uh, or would have less than uh, it once could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the cost of their long-term care insurance will rise. So these are all the bottom lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say this, while low interest rates were great for borrowers and have been great, um, those nearing retirement in America would welcome interest rate hikes year after year mm-hmm. after year. Yep. But we have to understand one thing. And here's the old, really, here's the real bottom line, Miss Danielle. Okay, I'm ready. Is that we're all in this together. We're all in this together. That's so okay. true. Yeah. Old people, young people, and everybody in between. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. What's best for the economy? Mm-hmm. So many times we get caught up on it's all about me. Right. And Where I am in my my time of life. The so, best yeah. radio station in the world, WIIFM. Yep. What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't. Don't don't do that. I mean, that's never good. Your unity, right? And if there's a time of unity, now is it, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, we need it for we a do. multitude of reasons. And understanding that what is happening on our economy is good for everyone mm-hmm. is a good thing and a positive outlook on life, isn't it? Yep. All right. Choose happiness. That is all the time we have <laughs> on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that's it. Gosh, I feel like it flew by. It did. It did. It's, hey, time flies when you're having fun. It does. It does. I hope everybody enjoy the show. I hope you enjoy every week that we're here and yep. the, the listening and uh, to our show. So thank you again, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.